millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a new world order, and I am Chancellor Zainsi Weber, the National Council of Zainsi Australia, here with my colleagues from across the sea. One who does not care, and the other who cares even less. Sure. I'm Sebastian of the United States of World America, um, and our new anthem is uh, I'm not even supposed to be here today. That's, that's the government's that's the government line. Is it is it cheering upbeat? I'm not even supposed to be here today. No, it's more like, I'm not even supposed to be here today. So I mean, I feel more. like that should be the Andropolian national anthem. The government ah, shouldn't be there. The, the Andropolians, you know, they they fulfill their responsibilities. They just also acknowledge that the responsibilities are bullshit. <laughs> and we should do away with them altogether. I'm Andrew Schlosser, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andrew Pollard. And if you're joining us for the first time each week, we continue to govern our virtual nations on the nation simulator, nationstates.net, bringing an issue that is plaguing our nation to the table to converse and argue about the best way to control it. We are currently in season three, which means that there are about 140 episodes that you have yet to listen to if you're just joining us. So go back and listen to them. Uh, quite a library. So, I have an issue, and it is a smelly one. <laughs> uh, landfills filling up. After claims of two-headed peacocks being seen near the numerous landfills of Zane Australia... Glass there have, houses, Zane. Glass houses. There have been calls. <laughs> uh, claims, said America. Claims. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not no documentaries and pride taken in. Zoo exhibits. <laughs> Uh, there have been calls for government to act. There are four options. Look at this thing! Wales' famous environmentalist Agneska Whitlam pointing at one of Australia's largest dumps. It's an eyesore, a pollutant, and a damn disgrace. What we need to do is to get everyone recycling their waste. What we have left, we can shoot into space in specially made space shuttles, and we'll never have to think about it again. Sure, it'll be expensive, but considering the benefits to the great outdoors, I think we should consider it. So this is the Futurama option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, uh, look, I, I think that that's a real inefficient way. Like recycling, yes. Firing all remaining landfill up into space, maybe not so much. It's not probably the best idea. It might be cheaper. If it's cheaper than the landfill. No, it's more expensive than the landfill, explicitly. <laughs> it's explicitly more expensive. Yeah, um, if, it's, if it's more expensive, then, then you're either not factoring in the environmental cost the right way, 
or or you're just not compacting enough. Yeah, well, option number two. Oh, the expense, moans Declan Doe, a government economist. Do you have any idea what that would cost? A much better way of dealing with this waste is to burn it and use the energy it produces to power St. Australia's big cities. There mm-hmm. may be a few side effects on the environment, but with all the cheap power coming, who would care? So this is true. This is like the Singapore option, except Singapore also almost eliminates all pollution from burning their waste as well. Um, the technology does it's- exist; it's just expensive. Well, when when you uh, when you capture the decomposing gases, it's mostly methane, yes, which burns yeah. very cleanly. Um, uh, so that of those two options, probably that one is the okay. option I'm leaning towards. But there are two more. Option number three. Oh, calm now, says Jin Le Chiffre, a nearby suburbanite. There's no need to bring all the pollution into the cities. These dumps can get a whole lot bigger, you know. Just keep piling the rubbish on and we can use them as tourist attractions or something. People will flock to see how high they can climb on our artificial mountains. If we run out of space, just knock down a few forests. No one will notice. I don't think this person's ever been to a dump. Um, They're not places you want to be. Or I don't know. If it's, if it's managed the right way, they can be very interesting from an industrial perspective. From an industrial perspective, but you, you, don't, you, wouldn't, want to, you wouldn't want to climb uh, a pile of refuse. Um, at least not. any pile of refuse that I personally have seen. <laughs> um, maybe, yeah, maybe they could be an industrial wonder of the world. But again, like landfill is not a particularly clean way of disposing of waste either. So just like... Let's not care about what's happening or solving the problem. Let's actively make it worse. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> well, just just make making it worse pay for itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Option number four. You're all missing the real solution, argues Nick Savage, president, president of the Zane Australia First Society. We should, why should we be bother, bothering building any landfills at all? I'm sure that there are plenty of less fortunate countries out there who would be more than happy to take our litter in return for some cash. So this is mm-hmm. the Nordic solution. Um, Just export it. Yep. Yeah, Norway, I believe, exports their garbage to uh, other countries because they simply do not have the land mass with which to deal with it. Um, That's fine, and if somebody's willing to buy it, yeah. Or be paid to, they, to, to have it. it. Absolutely. Perfect solution. Uh, yeah. Seb. The second one. So not the exporting. Nope. The one where you deal with it internally, capture all the gashes and you're good. The old Singapore way. Okay. Um, the thing about or the Singapore the way. Uh, the, the, thing, the thing about the Singapore way is that the Singapore way does deal with the environmental impact as well. This option does not. It, in fact, explicitly says it's going to be bad for the environment. Yeah. Typically, the way landfills work is that they're, they're lined very heavily so that there's no water runoff to contaminate anything outside of the, the landfill. Yeah. Um, once it's compacted and, and is filled, essentially, it's uh, grassed over and you have a golf course or a park or some sort yes. of green land that is not being you know, developed uh, upon it. And for 20 or 30 years, as it's decomposing, the methane gets, gets funneled into a small generator that powers 
you know, the streets around the, uh, the, the street lamps around the, the landfill or, you know, a few homes or yeah. the offices of the landfill or, or whatever. There's, there, there's some reclamation of, of uh, the decomposing gases there, which is mostly methane. Um, and, that's, and that's typically how landfills work today. Honestly, I think I'm going to export it. Uh, Excellent. Unless anyone is going to deal with it um, because we are a very wealthy nation. And we'll pay someone to take care of our dirty, dirty rubbish. Shoot into the sun, you coward. I'm going to shoot into the sun. We have better things to do with our spaceships than, than shoot it into the sun. And it doesn't say sun, it just says space. And yeah, we know how we that turns out. It's going to go to the sun eventually. No, it's going to come or back and impact Earth in 1,000 years or whatever. That's somebody else's problem. Just like this whole pollution thing. <laughs> There's no air on the moon. Just shoot it onto the moon. It's never going to smell. It's fine. <laughs> uh, waste is frequently shipped to other countries. Not so cheesy. Cheesy industry reports slump. Flush with cash. Our shopping guide inside. Chamber of Commerce applauds government initiative. Latest gadget. Just a fad. Our reviewer says. So th- lots of changes. Um, no particularly big ones. The biggest one is eco friendliness. Up six point nine percent. The next one, environmental beauty, up 0.7. And then all below one there, we have uh, uh, taxation up 0.2, tourism up 0.2, economic output up 0.2, average income up 0.19, and employment up 0.09, economy up 0.07. Biggest down is average disposable income at 0.43. And then ideological radicality, authoritarianism, income equality, public transport, welfare, all below 0.5. It's a great free market solution because now anybody who has the means or the or the desire to extract any value out of that garbage yeah, is welcome can. to do so. And, 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 and they have the incentive. We'll send it to Singapore and they can use <laughs> it to power their their cities and, and uh, get rid of our rubbish. Sure. So that was, I've yeah, a- pretty much all good. All good for Zane Australia, that one. I have a more annoying issue because I can't believe it's an issue. I mean, I can believe it's an issue because it's a real issue. Is it mosquitoes? But why are mosquitoes a thing? Government, why are mosquitoes a thing? It's not mosquitoes. Oh. Mosquitoes are a thing because spy birds cost too much. Um, <laughs> my issue is called cramping our style. When 25-year-old unemployed chicken sexer May Dreams was given a prescription for birth control pills to treat a gynecological disease uh, condition, she was surprised when the only pharmacist in the remote village of Fitzgerald Overvale refused to issue her prescription, instead lecturing her on wantonness, waywardness, and waiting for marriage. Ooh. So it's one of those ones where people decide, oh, I'm religious, so you can't do the thing that you want to do, which I'm sure. definitely going to be uh, considering all sides of this issue when it comes to the selection of my choice. Um, option one. I can tell you it's a very simple set. What do you reckon? It's his business, and if he wants to throw it away, that's his decision. See, I have another argument. That is, we're coming to you for your training and not your opinions. Give us the fucking drug. <laughs> um, but I do, I do accept what you're saying, but also I'm going to, with the force of God, make him do what I'm going to make him do. <laughs> um, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> Option one. He has no right, cries Miss Dreams, tearing leaflets on PMS into little strips. Pharmacists don't know why my doctor prescribed this medication. I have been crippled by my cycle for years. And if that man had to suffer like me, he wouldn't have wanted a lecture. He'd have wanted a bloody medal. McBoatface knew. (laughs) 
he was taking on the role. Who's McBoatface? That's the name the of the pharmacist. <laughs> McBoatface knew he was taking on a role that required dispensing the pill. He doesn't want to. Too bad. All pharmacists should dispense all prescriptions exactly as written or face dis- disciplinary actions. And can I get some chocolate in here? Absolutely. <laughs> They're not a doctor. I 100% agree. They didn't give the medical recommendation. Their job is to put the pills in the fucking packet. End of discussion. No. no. Their job is to serve their customers. And if they want to not serve some customers because of some bias, whatever, then it's their business to throw away. What she should do is go public with it and say, hey, everybody, this guy makes really bad decisions. Uh, don't shop at a uh, pharmacy. Small country town, he is the pharmacist. Until he goes out of business and there's no pharmacy. Yeah, but in theory, yes. But also, what's the likelihood of the only pharmacist going out of business when there's literally no other place for anyone to go? He's got the monopoly. It doesn't no, no, matter. No. By not having a pharmacy, that's how the town attracts a good pharmacist. Maybe. <laughs> well, no, I mean, people aren't going to go in there to establish a business that's competing with a pharmacy. But either he's going to change his business mm. because, uh, because he, he suddenly sees that there's a, a big lack of it because of this poor decision that he's making. He's you know, getting his personal life involved in his, in his business, which he's welcome to do. He should be welcome to do that. And it's a bad decision because it'll hurt his business. Mm. When he realizes it's hurting, either he'll change or he'll go out of business there and that will open up. So many uh, rules and regulations and legislations around the distribution of, mm-hmm. of medications. I don't think that the government would be out of line to say, if someone has a prescription and doc- doctor recommendation, you are not allowed to refuse service. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, the like, government's never out of line. The government makes the rules. I damn never yes. Out of line. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and and that that that's the rule that Seb can make. <laughs> um, but like that's the thing. Like the those those rules and regulations are changing all the time. Like you can't give someone a prescription um, with greater regularity than is on their on their what have on the on the prescription or with it's greater regularity yeah, yeah etc and the, and so what you can give over the counter what you need to take a record of who you're giving what like there's so many rules and regulations i don't think that this is a big step away from what already exists for pharmacies um and is that why yeah. we're running nation states saying to do what is already done or are we trying to make a difference well uh, this is, and this is my argument for the difference is i think this is a good choice and is not overstepping the bounds of what already exists. So I think the precedent is there to make this choice, and it isn't it isn't controversial as far from where I'm sitting. Let's sure. let's take this out of the realms of the health industry because I, my I'm particularly coloured on this one purely because this has been recommended by a doctor. We have the same example every every fucking other week with some you know some cake store in some southern part of the United States not serving someone because they're gay or because they're black. And I think, obviously, horrible, absolutely stupid. No yeah. one's dying because they weren't given a cake. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be given one, but that, that is a situation where I think them making a bad choice will reflect badly on their business and they will see other repercussions down the line. But in the end, at least nobody died. I'm not saying that makes it good. Don't get me wrong. It's still fucking stupid. But in this case, it's literally directions given by a doctor. That should be, there shouldn't be a discussion, let alone an end of discussion. It's done. Mm-hmm. You, the doctor says get the what medicine because you need to to live. Okay. Discussion what if, there's, what if there's a small country town, there's only one grocery store there, 
there isn't even a takeaway shop. The, the takeaway shop is the grocery shop. Yeah. It's all it's all one. Essentially, it's the only place we can get food. Mm-hmm. And this one customer comes in who has shoplifted before. They've been convicted for it. And the owner says, I'm not going to let you into my shop because you've you've shoplifted here before. I don't want to, I don't I don't want you in my shop. You're saying that because uh, it's the only place to get food in the town, the owner should be compelled to let them shop in that in that place. In that, ex- it's it's difficult because I do answer the the circumstances mm-hmm. that you've presented. One party has actually wronged another party. I'm going to say it's different. I do see exactly. I do see where you're coming from, but I don't think there's a proper equivalency there because there's actually a party that's acted out. If this lady came in and punched the pharmacist in the face, and then the next day came wanting medication, sure, get out of my store. Well, we we don't know like- the history that we don't know the history they have, and we're assuming they don't have one for the purposes of of, of this exercise, yes. right? So, okay, it's not not a complete equivalency, but you can see in the same way that if you allow one. With, with the pharmacy, you could then extend that to this situation where somebody has wronged somebody and they're still being forced to do business with them because of this law that says some essential service, whatever is deemed to be an essential service, cannot be infringed. Yep, but I'm specifically... And, in this and it's case, not right. I'm talking specifically about the distribution of medication. The law should be universal and there shouldn't be a distinction between what type of business you have, it's just business. Well, I'm making... A stance here. <laughs> it's just about in this exact case, pharmacies not following doctors' prescriptions. Um, there are two more options. I cannot. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. In good conscience, provide the means for consequence-free intercourse, draws Steve McBoatface, shoving his master's in pharmacy under your nose. However... I did suggest non-medical alternatives for her professed condition and provided the address of a willing pharmacist not 30 miles away when the lady was unenthusiastic. I'm I'm a trained professional, not a walking dispenser. Pharmacists should be free to refuse to dispense and make recommendations as long as they also direct women of morally um, a morally encumbered alternative provider. Don't force me to choose my conscience over my career. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, you made a choice when you chose that career. No. To fill in the prescription. He made it. No, he opened written. a pharmacy. He opened a pharmacy. They also sell gummy bears and deodorant. Well, he should have opened a Seven Eleven. He he's, <laughs> he he has definitely made the decision to uh, adhere to all government legislation regarding the dis- the distribution of medication. Well, he didn't have a he didn't have a choice in that. If you're born into the country or a citizen, that's it. You've got to comply. Or you can leave. That's always an option. It's, he can he can, he, he can <laughs> well, I mean, if this was in Australia, I was like I will buy you a plane ticket and you can you can go set up a pharmacy in a more uh in a more religious centric um country. Uh yeah, I, I mean, but no, it, she she's not without options. And while it may be incredible, I mean, take take the take the um, take the case if she if she did have a personal history with him and she refused to to shop there, right? 
it may be inconvenient for her to drive to every single time to, to, to drive the 50 kilometers to the other pharmacy. Uh, but that's a decision that she's welcome to welcome to make in that case. Why is she not welcome to make that here when the only thing stopping her from shopping there is him saying, I don't want you shopping here. She's still, she's still welcome to, to go to another pharmacy and it may be inconvenient and it may be you know an, an extra cost on her, but she's not without options. I'm just having a look to see because I'm just curious how reasonable he was being. Okay, so he's telling her to drive an hour out of the way for a different pharmacist. Unacceptable. Um, if he said go next door, <laughs> maybe I'd consider it, but an hour away to get some medication, which is not his business. All right, option three, final option. Mr. Boatface isn't going far enough. <laughs> <laughs> says Vera Song of the World American Organization for Moral Rectitude, passing out leaflets entitled The Pill and Prostitution, Causation or Correlation. The fact is we're allowing young women to pump their bodies full of chemicals. Who knows what long-term damage they are wreaking? <sighs> Masculinization of women, feminization of men, young girls becoming feminists, not to mention the declining morality. Allowing women to take the pill is just bad news. The pill should be banned in World America as a menace to public <laughs> health. I'm sure there are natural supplements women could take to control their cycle. Well, I'm going to go ahead and spend a veto point eliminating that option before you start this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, this is a one-horse race. I mean, not even a second place for me right now. That 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 option really wants me to uh, re really like is is egging me on to like ban that particular person mm. from the country. Uh, yeah, medicine medicine trumps religion in 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 my, in my books if this person was just coming off the street didn't have a prescription and was asking for some particular medication and there was some pushback from the pharmacist because they weren't comfortable selling this thing even though you can sell it without a prescription but it's you know maybe it's it's painkillers that aren't quite necessary to have a prescription but they're pretty close and there was a bit of pushback in certain circumstances as to them wanting the person to see a doctor first before they gave it to them. There's a small window of fucks I give right there. <laughs> but the fact that the doctor has weighed in and some fake doctor thinks they know better. No, 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 no. He has a mask. He's not saying she doesn't need it. He's saying, I won't sell it to you. And that's a big difference. Does he stock it? It doesn't <laughs> matter. It does matter. If he stocks it, that's then why if he depends on never selling it what's the point why have well, the material? Then he's a bad businessman well yeah. <laughs> that should be his decision to make did he did he choose to not sell it to her because he doesn't like her will he sell it, it doesn't to, the, matter. to the 60 year old woman who he's pretty sure isn't having sex but needs it for it other reasons it doesn't matter because right, it doesn't feels, matter because it doesn't matter at all <laughs> it's no that's exactly right but he's the one with the shop so he gets to make the call I mean, I mean, she can also make the call. I mean, we can also make. We're the literally call in the situation where the government is the one that gets to make the call. Yes. Um, so well, I'm selecting an option. I have no vetoes mm -hmm. to spend. I'm so. not looking at you, Zane. <laughs> That's right. Seb spent a veto on his own self-vetoing. Yeah, you need to kind of protect myself from outlawing the pill. Exactly right. So I've got a veto point up my sleeve now. Thanks, Seb. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> cool. Things are looking up for patients accidentally prescribed erectile dysfunction medication. Hey, what do you mean accidentally prescribed? I don't know, Zane. <laughs> Government a true role model. I'm no hero, says Heroic World American. Citizens <laughs> welcome firm leadership. Modern music, just noise. Okay, interesting. Black market up 14%. Even though all I've suggested is 
you do the thing a doctor has prescribed. So I'm a bit confused about how that happened, but I mean, it's it's still in the negatives. It's just you know what happens if I'm a pharmacist and I'm told that I have to prescribe everything that a customer comes in with a with a receipt for. I stop stocking it. If I stop stocking it, then it becomes unavailable in all my other pharmacy friends who think the same way. Yeah, and then they'll go out of business. That's how you get the black market. Hypothetically, for not having it. So that's how you get the black market up. Yeah, it's still in the negatives, I will say. It's just, well, America, because it's so low, <laughs> anything that I do, right? Like, because my black market went down 14% with our last episode, too. It's just whatever. Income equality up three, tourism, average income of the poor, and safety up two, niceness up one. As for the downs, nothing bad here. Wealth gaps down three, weaponization down two, as well as ideological radicality and charmlessness. And crime, economic freedom, rudeness, and income of the rich all down one. So, mm -hmm. really, nothing happened apart from nothing the black happened. market surging <laughs> i say surging it's it's still i can't even show you on my screen because it, it chroma keys out my phone but it's still in the negatives well i say the negative what you've done is, no, is, is you've said if you open a business you're going to you're going to be restricted in what you can sell and how you can sell it or you're going to be mandated in what you have to sell and who you have to sell it to yeah i was more saying if you open a business and you're selling something yes <laughs> if you if you regulate alcohol, regulating the dispensary of, of medication is, is, is not out of line, I don't think. But yeah. we're running long. Andrew, what's your issue? I've got a quick one. One of the longest rivers in Andropolia is also a major shipping lane in the South Pacific. Bigtopia, a downstream nation, has unveiled its plans to dam this river, prohibiting any ships from travelling further upstream beyond its waters. Launch a nuke. <laughs> no, no, Seb's not running the country. <laughs> Bigtopia obviously has some problems that it's trying to address by constructing a dam, points out your Minister for Solutions, Revo Gnidnib. Let's offer the Bigtopians solutions to their problems so that they won't have to build anything. I heard they want a dam to generate power. Let's just sell them lots of cheap electricity. Maybe the Bigtopians want a dam to supply themselves with water. Andropolia can supply them water instead. Whatever it takes to change their minds, let's do it. It'll be worth it for our trade to remain open. And I think that's good to negotiate you know, this is this is happening. Let's negotiate. It leaves the, the door open for any solutions you were going to implement anyway. They're still all on the table if the negotiations fall through, but at least you've got a shot at doing something, uh, you know, and, and addressing the, the problem at its core. Government to government, though. So would that be government subsidizing Andropolian, uh, basically, power producers or whatever for the cost of selling... Uh, reduced rate power or water to to big Tobia? No, you, you can you can think of it in the sense of if this action was going to make uh, transport and logistics more expensive, uh, then you could you could implement it whatever whatever cost you ended up having to have. You could argue it as um, by introducing that levy to to pay for it. You know, subsidising electricity or whatever. You would have the, the businesses would have been up for those costs anyway. The customers would have been up for those increased costs anyway, because their their shipping lane was going to be was going to be removed as as a shipping option. But not all industries are going are, are affected by the loss of one shipping lane. No, Some industries are much You know, implement that later on. But but the point is is that if you if you understand that these are costs being being imposed on customers already, right? If if the Bigtopians. Um, if, if we don't negotiate with them, if we don't try and strike some some deal, and it may be to our to our benefit, we may find that we actually end up on top with a negotiation. We don't know yet, 
Yeah, no, um, I, I was just not, wondering. It may not cost anything. I was just wondering what this looked like in Andropolian terms. Obviously, I wouldn't want it to happen yeah. anyway. But they've got a chunk of the river. They're going to damn it. We can go to war with them, which I believe is the next the next option or yes. one of them anyway. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> so number two, the lifeblood of my people is at stake. Cries an ambassador from upstream landlocked country. My country's only access to the sea is through that river. If that damn dam gets built, cargo ships will be unable to travel to and from my nation. Big Topia won't listen to our pleas. What do you say we and the other upstream countries g- gather an army and blow these asshats out of the water? There you go. So Big Topians are doing something we don't want, so we should bully them into doing whatever we, we do want. I mean, you don't even have and- to march on them. Like, just organise, like, an elite crew to just sabotage the dam every time it, it's, it gets close to being a real problem. Sure, you can do that too. <laughs> I mean... The, 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 the point I'm making is that the first option, which is to try and negotiate some sort of deal, yeah. trumps anything you could do because every other option is still on the table yeah. if the negotiations don't work. Yes. You can yeah, still yeah. do all the other things, but if you do any of the other things first, you can't negotiate anymore. Correct. Number three, old Crimea River advises Arnold Foster, a civil engineer, whilst pulling out a map, we can just build a new canal connecting our portion of the river to the sea. He draws on the map with a marker. This could be the route. If we give grants to nearby inland towns, they could expand out to the banks of the canal and become port cities. Sure, the proposed route runs through land that isn't owned by the government, but that's what diplomacy and money are for. It's a win-win-win. Win-win-win, <laughs> Andy. It's a win-win-win. Three wins. How can Three you argue wins. against How that? Could you... <laughs> exactly right. Um... <laughs> No, what's the what's the term? I've, I've lost it for the. I've, I want to say manifest destiny, but that's not it. <laughs> no, no, no. Um. Oh, uh Yeah, I've I've lost the term too. Um, Empire. What? No. Uh, what are you trying to find? The term Sorry? for the government seizing property. Yeah. Eminent domain. Eminent domain. Eminent domain. That's the one. I wanted to say. It, yeah. Then I went to primacy of something. No, it's not primacy either. <laughs> Succulent Eminent Chinese domain. meal. This is democracy <laughs> manifest. All those things. <laughs> Um, manifest, manifest destiny. Uh, <laughs> eminent, eminent domain is uh, is wrong because it isn't a it isn't a free market solution. Free market solutions yeah. are are the best because everybody's incentivized to do the thing that's best. It may be uncomfortable, but it's the best of of those. I mean, surely you could just uh, propose that these these people um, not turn over their land, but maybe they get the right to put a toll on the river. Uh, as you pass through it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, by, by putting the dam up, they're going to... Ships can't pass through a dam. No, I mean the canal. Sorry. Oh, the canal. Dam, yeah. Yeah, you, you could do that, but the point is if that uh, if there's a solution that doesn't necessitate a canal, yeah, it will be cheaper not to have to go through with it than to find ways to justify the cost later on. True. I mean, also, I mean, Utopia is losing their, their route to the sea as well, unless they're not landlocked. Who, who, who's losing it, did you say? Bigtopia, the people building the dam. Well, they, they may be a coastal country. Yeah. Or, you know, or, or this, the shipping lane, you know, it may empty out into the sea. Yeah. Whatever, whatever the case, um, if, we can, if we can get a, a deal going that doesn't impose extra costs on anybody. Like, if, if the problem is the shipping route, then yes, you can build a canal, but that has to be paid for by somebody. And if you toll it later on, then that's going to be paid for by the customers too. How about, the point is that how you, about you, I pay for it and then I get to set the toll? No, well, we're <laughs> just going to negotiate and not have to build a canal and lose people their houses in the first place. Yes. And number four, 
our cities will be dead in the water, laments Minister of Transportation. But we have an opportunity here. Since we no longer rely on our river, we can finally we finally have a good reason to improve our transport infrastructure. And we can have new railway lines, new upgrades to the highways, new airports, rolling highways. A rolling highway would be cool. Let's go on a rolling highway. <laughs> whatever a rolling highway is. Uh, and that's and, and that's the same. It's a it's a viable solution, certainly. Yeah. If um, if it if it has to be implemented, then that's the time to talk about it. But while there's still the option on the table to not put the dam up and find some other way of doing it, then we should do that. Yep. We should we should do that first before we do anything else. So unless somebody disagrees with that, no, I, I that's the Australian option as well. I'm going to go ahead and negotiate with the Bigtopians because, of course. The most supreme magnificent overlord spends weekends doing the laundry of foreign leaders. Full price <laughs> to pay, I think. The Andropoli Sentinel reports assault figures punch through historic lows, and the Andropolian aid workers begin distributing rations. Well, that's mixed news there. <laughs> foreign aid is up 15% as a result, and pacifism is up 10%. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's they good are the for you. only things. There, there, are no, there are no negatives this week. Fair. Oh, good. So in rail transportation, a rolling highway or a rolling road is a form of combined transport involving the conveying of road trucks by rail, referred to as roller trains. The concept is a form of piggyback transportation. Right. Yeah. So basically it's uh, transporting goods by both rail and road uh, combined. Yeah, but it's inefficient because you're you're transporting the, the cab of the truck both ways when it no 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 it's, it's not the cab of the truck it's the the actual transportation section so like whatever would sit oh on the truck. i see yeah. i see what you're saying yeah so you don't have to have a road and a rail going in all directions you have rail going in one direction and road gets it to the rail and the rail takes it to the next I road see. and yeah yeah <clears throat> so it's combining the rail and the road system i've never heard that term before no never neither had i so now we know uh, apparently mm. uh, the alpines have a system like that. I would imagine so. With yeah. Roads and rail can be difficult to put side by side. All right. So no big negatives and we're running late. So we're not comparing anything. <laughs> I have been the uh, Chancellor of the National Council of Australia, twirling forever towards the future. Oh, I'm Sebastian of World America. I guess it was lucky I did come in today, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> And I'm Andrew Schosser, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sounds clean. Till next time, gentlemen. What happens when you put three of Brisbane's most talented musicians together to create a playlist? You get the new podcast, Shuffology. Join your three favourite Shuffologists on a journey through time, space, Shuffology and playlist creation. Every Sunday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere where a podcast is available. Playlists are available on Spotify after the show. Uh, That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.